0: Hey everybody, welcome to another podcast of Points of Articulation. I'm Ryan. And I'm Mick. And uh, we apologize for the little bit of the hiatus. Uh, We couldn't get our schedules to match up last week. So we're going to try to hit you with an extra one, maybe this week if possible.
1: But thanks for tuning back in. Mick, what's on the agenda for today? Well, first, let me go on record as saying it's your fault that we haven't done a podcast in a while. It's not; I take no blame for this. I'll punch you in your face. Uh, um, well, I know we had a couple things we wanted to talk about. First being, um, obviously, the PGA Championship weekend. Tiger didn't make the cut, so everybody turned something else on Saturday because, uh, let's face it, without him uh involved it's not as exciting as when he is
0: yeah we always say it frees up our weekend when he plays like crap
1: yeah then we got plenty of time to you know mow the lawn or do whatever we want to do which is
0: something that i did do
1: there you go um but i know you uh you had something we were talking before the show about some you know topics related to tiger and whether or not he's you know which tiger do you like which tiger do you think is the real tiger and you know do you love him do you hate him it's he's he's still polarizing even though he's I guess you could say sort of had a second chance and been redeemed in some people's eyes well I guess the
0: main the main thing really with that is uh, for the you know is it right to be rooting for the guy I mean Personally, I watch golf to watch golf. I watch watch golf to watch Tiger play golf because he's awesome. I mean, I I don't – I mean, I'm sure there's other guys out now. You know, you hear all these new guys, but I don't have any time vested with them. Like I – you know, Tiger was like the man for like a decade where he was like basically going to win every tournament, and it was a surprise if he didn't. And then, you know, you found out he was just this – jerk of a of a human being you know cheating on his wife with like 100 different people and just all these things that he was just such a bad person so do you feel bad for you know when he won the masters you were happy right you were excited or at least you were watching it and do you feel bad for rooting for him
1: Well, i i think i think this is one of those times when you have to look at you know, whenever you're dealing with a celebrity or, or, you know, a famous athlete, there's the persona that you see, there's the the image that's been created through their achievements, and then there's the actual person. And, you know, in, if you're looking at Tiger Woods as far as his talent, I think you can only stand there and, and respect – the ability, I mean, the guy is arguably the greatest golfer of all time. I mean, he still hasn't won as many majors as Jack Nicklaus, but he's he's second on that list, and he's done every virtually every other thing in golf that one could achieve. So you can't argue with how great of a golfer he is. Um, and if you're a fan of golf, I think you find yourself wanting him there on Sunday contending because it's just a more exciting game when he's involved in it. I mean, I know you've got other guys like McElroy and Kepka and all these these other dudes that, that bring an element of excitement because the game has just evolved. But I think it's evolved largely because of Tiger. Um, before Tiger came along, it didn't have the modern kind of flair or edge to it that it does today. And he's really a big part of why that's Happened, tiger the person you know he's obviously had his his demons had his flaws as we all do so it's an interesting debate because you got some people say well i can't root for him because of what he did in his private life then you've got the other half probably of the population is well i don't care necessarily what he did in his private life i i like him as a golfer i like what he does on the field and i guess you could say that about many, many athletes that are in the spotlight who maybe aren't very good people um, for one way or the other.
0: Well, that's how I feel. Like, I could – honestly, I could care less if he's, you know, out – I mean, look at – there's many guys that are just terrible human beings but are just really good athletes. So when they're on the field, if he was on your particular football, baseball, basketball team, and this obviously golf's an individual sport, but say he was – you know, look at Ray Rice. Let's use him. If you're a Ravens fan, you probably were like, ah, you know, probably uh, he's such a good running back. We'll keep him. I don't care. But if you're not a Ravens fan, you're like, oh, what a jerk this guy is. He knocks that girl out in, those, in the elevator. Or even the guy that just got released from the Chiefs this year. You know, if you're a Chiefs fan, Kareem Hunt. Probably, Kareem Hunt, Hunt, you probably figure out a way to be okay with it because he's helping your team. Right? But if you're not, you're like, what a jerk. Get him out of the league. So I think it goes – kind of either way there but because this is an individual sport golf it's a little bit different but i kind of side on this on i i I go with i like tiger in golf you know if i saw him out which you know if i saw him outside i probably wouldn't go up to him and say hey you got any porn stars numbers i'd be like hey how do you hit that you know right out of the you know out of the rough (laughs) right you know what i mean i mean i'm you know you never know you might ask him for a porn stars number i'm sure he's got them but, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't feel – I'm not rooting for him as a person. Like, oh, I hope he wins so he can buy another house or, you know, whatever. Support his kids better. I could care less what he does outside of the golf course. The only time well, I'm ever going to see him or ever give a crap about
1: him is when he's wearing that Sunday red. Well, this is something that's come up a lot in, you know, I, I don't know, this, the last several years. It's become more of a topic. And I think people start to gray the line between lines between what is really a moral uh, categorization of somebody, a judgment of someone based on moral or immoral actions, however you see it, versus somebody like a Ray Rice, where now you're getting into that area where he, he may or may not have broken the law. You know, you've got an assault charge brought against somebody. I think if it's... You know, if it's a situation where the guy or or the girl is or is committing a crime, it's clearly they've committed a crime, or they have assaulted someone physically, physically done damage to someone uh, or something, and it, it's more, it's a now they've broken the law. you it's really hard to. Yeah, I think there, if you have any sense of what's right or wrong, you're like, okay, this person is a, potentially a piece of shit. And, and, you know, we've got to I, – I, what does it say about me if I root for this person?
0: Yeah, not to like, say that
1: what Tiger did wasn't wasn't shitty, but, you know, it's like, okay, and I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not saying that I, that I think he's the greatest guy on the face of the earth. Where do you draw the line in terms of, well, all right, anybody that I work with, anybody that I come in, in contact with, and then I find out subsequently that they've done some – Less than, than nice things to their spouse or to their kids or or they've you know they left their 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 wife or vice versa they left their husband. It's like okay, do I stop being friends with this person because of that or do I understand that everybody has their own stuff and has their own baggage to unpack and their own issues and there's two sides to the story. It's like you open up this whole Pandora's box. You know where do you where do you draw the line? I guess it comes down to your own standards and just how how uh, willing you are to uh, be flexible on that
0: yeah I just uh, I could care less you know if if it came down to you and you were beating your wife I'd probably be like you know what I'm probably not gonna be friends with Mickey anymore because you know I don't really care how you can hit a slider the other way like you did back in the day you know what I mean whereas if you were on my favorite team I'd be like, "Eh, yeah, it's probably something I can brush under the rug because he can hit that slider the other way or he can, you know, kick the ball through the uprights, whatever, whatever sport it may be. But because, you know, if you personally know the person, then you then you're on a whole different level. But I just personally think I could give a crap less. Well, He's he's so fun to watch when he's. When it's Sunday at a ma- at a major sure. and he's there, it's just so much fun to watch. Because, you know, like I said earlier, we've have time invested with Tiger. Like, he's been the man, I swear, since, like, pff, we were in, like, 10th, 11th grade, right?
1: I don't even know. Yeah, since, like, so far 90, back 90, as I 98, you know, yeah, 97, so, 98. Never mind, maybe in college. Now, we were, but we were, we way. were early, early into our college careers.
0: Right. So, you know, it, it just goes back to what you – what, you know, I mean, I'm sure if I sat down and watched some of these new guys, I'd probably be as just as enamored. But I just don't really give a crap enough to want to do that. I don't want to spend that extra time. I, I'm comfortable with what I know.
1: Well, I think that I think that you you it's indicative of the times we live in. People are so hypersensitive to being politically correct and not rubbing uh, larger swaths of people the wrong way that they're they're afraid to say hey I like him as a golfer whether or not he cheated on his wife or did anything uh you know in his personal life that you might not condone I don't really care you know cause personally I I think he's a fantastic golfer I I love watching him play and yeah the guy had you know he he was a bit of a sexual deviant he had his own things that he wanted to do outside <laughs> You know, but, who
0: cares but, about but, that?
1: So what he likes to urinate on women's faces, I, I whatever.
0: Care. Who cares? I don't care whatever.
1: if he wants him to, you know, to take a dump in his mouth. It doesn't make a difference exactly. as far as what he does on who the cares? golf course.
0: The I, guy's got a, the guy can really hit a seven iron to within a few feet. That's amazing to me.
1: But that's the that's the society we live in now where you it's one per, per one person is exposed as having a flaw or having a wart. And now, everybody is supposed to write that person off forever because someone ultimately came out on the short end of that stick. And obviously, his but did she really? I mean, she got a pretty hefty divorce settlement, from what I understand. Yeah,
0: but you know, also think about this going
1: on in in their marriage, their personal life. Nobody knows anything other than what was yeah she might YouTube. be the
0: antichrist you never know yeah, right. she's hot right but she might be the antichrist right but now think of it this way though the 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 world or you know fans in general do like a nice comeback so a redemption story. sure you know?
1: of course and i so, think he's
0: done that i think he yeah the guy paid Him winning the masters was the price. ultimate redemption he's ultimately he's back i mean granted he came out this major and you know shit the bed and didn't even make the cut for the first time ever but he won, a, he won another major, and that was always the big question. You know, right. he's back. He won some tournament, Like, even after a few years after that whole incident, I, I think he was – I want to say he was the number one player in the in the world again. If not, he. I know he won the most tournaments in a single year, that one year. So, I mean, he's been back in quotation marks, but – never really wanted a major and that's always the, you know, what they what they consider
1: being back. Yeah, that's always the measuring stick because of, yeah. how, you know, Nicholas won a major at 42 or 43 yeah. years old. So, yeah. you know, th- that's always kind of been the, the litmus test for whether or not you can Prove longevity into the latter
0: portion. Of- but the players weren't as good back then as they are now. There was Nicholas Palmer and like
1: Lee Trevino. Yeah, were, that was kind of it. Were, now
0: there's all these young guys are, you know, they're were good as players.
1: good as Tiger, but they can battle with them. they were know? good they're players. Not- Golf's the kind of game where, you know, the, the, the guys were shooting, guys were shooting 64s back then. It was just different, different game, the technology, the clubs, but it was still, everybody was on a level playing field. You know, I'd say that golf is probably one of the few sports where you could say a guy in this era could probably compete in today's era because you're playing the course. You're not playing, you're not competing physically against another person.
0: Right. Right.
1: But I think we're pretty much in agreement on that.
0: Yeah. So let's move on then to another topic. Let's go into easily the most important topic of, uh, you know, the last 10 years. (laughs) The uh, Game of Thrones finale. Yeah, it's
1: highly debatable, but all
0: right. I know you did not watch 40 seconds of it.
1: Well, I I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast, I had never watched the first seven seasons. For some <laughs> unknown reason, my wife decides that she wants to start watching Game of Thrones in season eight. <laughs> so <laughs> she, she just started watching, I guess, the series premiere, the, the season premiere, because people had hyped it up so much. And from there, she just kept watching. And, you know, me being in the room at the time, because obviously we all know that the wives control the remote, the remotes when we're in the same room. So she's got HBO on. She's watching it. So there by by default, I'm watching it. And, you know, what was it? Six episodes. Oh, I'm driving the bus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It it was like a a six episode season. It wasn't obviously a long season.
0: Well, it was long in longer six episodes, but there was four of them were longer than an hour. Right. But, but yeah, so
1: but there was very little dialogue in two of them because it was the battle of uh, what Winterfell. Winterfell, yeah. And then yep. the, the the next episode, the the one prior to the finale, was a lot of fighting as well.
0: Yes, she
1: yes. Was basically, torching, King's Landing. She was torching the entire. Well, spoiler alert! I think everybody's which, seen it by now. Yeah, which was, uh, I mean, you had to see it
0: coming. But at the end of the day, when when she was sitting, you know, on Drogon waiting, and they rang the bells, you're just like, there's that pause. You're like, oh. Maybe she's going to be good. And then all of a sudden she takes off. You're like,
1: nope,
0: (laughs) she's not going to be good.
1: Well, I mean, you can really speak to this topic because I watched it and I I was I'm probably one of the few individuals that don't really have an opinion, nor do I care one way or the other, because I was never really invested in these characters from the beginning. So, right. I, I, for I, me, it doesn't matter to me how it ended, whether or not I thought it was good, bad, or or otherwise.
0: Well, then that's a crappy topic. But I would still like to voice my opinion on it, and you can just shut your pie piehole.
1: Yeah, I, I'll just defer to you on this one. For so,
0: there's there's been a lot of flack about you know uh, Bran being named the king and and how they did it and why Bran he's a cripple can't even. Ball. I thought it was. I thought the episode was very good. I uh, it was a twist definitely something i didn't see coming for the longest time i thought it was going to be sansa i thought Arya was going to be the one that's going to kill Daenerys somehow and then i uh, you know i thought Jon snow was going to die somehow protecting her whatever i thought many different things but never saw bran being named the king which which and that just for that alone i was like oh well done well played sir and um I just thought they wrapped up everything. The only thing I kind of hesitated on was the the Jon Snow part about how, you know, he's Aegon Targaryen. He's the rightful heir to the throne. They kind of went that whole – we waited, what was it, like seven seasons, six and a half seasons to find out that he was, you know, uh, Rhaegar and Lyanna Stark's uh, – Rhaegar, Targaryen, and Lyanna Stark's son just to give us nothing. There's no payoff with that. And I just, you could have just left him as Jon Snow and didn't have that plot line in there and it still would have had the same outcome. So I just don't know where they were, what they were hoping to achieve there. That was my only, and I know there's 1,500 loose ends to tie up and I feel like they tied up pretty much every one of them except that one.
1: Well, could it have, could it have just been the writers looking to work in another thread to keep you off balance so you're, you're not really sure who ultimately well, is going to end up as the king?
0: The big thing with Jon Snow throughout
1: is honor and duty.
0: He's always been – if you tell him to do something and he says he's going to do it, he's doing it no matter what to the best of his ability. And he always said he didn't want to be king. He's like, I don't want it. I don't want the throne. I want out. And so I just think that once it was like, all right, well, you're going back to Castle Black, he was just like, all right, I guess I'll just – this is what I got to do. So I'm just going to go do it to the best of my ability. So, And then I think a lot of it had to do with George R.R. Martin never really finished the books. He just kind of – had you know notes of everything of what he was going to do. So the show, if you watched it in the first you know six, six seasons, I guess is before, I think it was six seasons, five or six before he, they outpaced the books, there was a lot of, a lot more character um, building, a lot more stuff like that to just give them you get more of an idea of who the person is, who the character is as a person, and stuff like that. And then these last two, it really just flew through everything, like really fast. Like even the very last, you know, uh, Daenerys burned down the entire king's landing where it was just all rubble. And then they named Bran the king at the end. And then the next scene is them sitting in that chamber room where they're, the high council is getting ready to talk. It's like, how did this all get rebuilt already? You know, and then you, they panned it to the wall, which uh, the white, the white Walker dragon or whatever, the white dragon burned it all down right before the Battle of Winterfell. And it's already rebuilt. So it's like, you, you know. Little things like that. They had to hustle through. I wish they wouldn't have uh, taken it. Made it six, seasons, six episodes. It, I feel like they could have done ten episodes of regular length and been been okay. But whatever. They had to do what they had to do.
1: I I kind of find it amusing. Um, I didn't predict. I, I didn't predict that. What is it, Brand? Is that the guy in the wheelchair, Brand? Yeah. I didn't yeah. predict he would be the king, but I made a comment to my wife when we were watching in the I guess two two previous episodes during the battle of Winterfell when he obviously survived and didn't die and I looked at her I'm like this guy sits in a wheelchair for probably the worst battle in the history of human existence and not a scratch on him I'm like that seems odd to me I'm like there has to be a reason why they chose for him to not be harmed in any way. And I didn't go so far as to predict that he would be the king. I didn't see that far ahead with it, but I, I find it funny that they make him the king. It's really, in a way, it fits perfectly. If you and this is me being cynical a little bit, and I'm sure people are gonna gonna take issue with it, isn't it? Isn't it the Ray the the Ray syndrome from Star Wars all over again? It, it, here's the the guy in the wheelchair who can see into the future. Has he's a little bit tech savvy, but he's done zero to warrant being a king and now he becomes the king really with zero physical effort exertion strife sacrifice other he is he Jon snow's brother he's one of the siblings
0: yeah yeah he's the youngest brother he's the youngest surviving brother
1: it's it's the millennial version of of you know taking taking the throne it's like he he didn't do anything to really warrant being king But all of a sudden when they make him the king You know now he's, he's, he's Spitting words of wisdom he's at the table And he's you know he's coming up <laughs> with these little One line you were John Snow's like Oh I was I wasn't where I was supposed to be I was Late I wasn't there he's like you were exactly Where you were supposed to be he's like now all of a sudden Well he he's, was
0: always he's, he started talking Like that once he became the three eyed raven but maybe Since you foresaw this maybe You're really the three eyed raven
1: <laughs> But I didn't really because I never went so far as To say he'd be the king
0: and you named your son Brandon just after the king. I did. Maybe you I did. are the three eyed raven. I could be the three eyed raven. It's quite possible. You you have no idea what that even means. But. <laughs> no,
1: zero idea. It sounds cool. Sounds good. I'll take it. <laughs> but I have no idea what it's, it sounds for. It's
0: literally a raven with three eyes.
1: It's oh, very strange. Okay. All right. Well, I can see the resemblance then. Yeah. Yes. But no. I just, I found it funny that it was kind of this. Hey, we'll just make this guy the king. He's young and didn't really do anything, but everybody will respect him. They'll they'll serve him. They won't try to assassinate him or kill him. He's in a, he's only in a wheelchair.
0: He's in a wheelchair. Everybody will feel bad if they yeah. kill the cripple. He's a hard
1: he's a hard target.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He'll always be with somebody because it's not like he's the king. He's not going to be pushing his own wheelchair around.
1: Well, I mean, if, well, who if, uh, we had a U.S. president chair, I guess so, but we, we yeah. didn't we didn't live in we didn't live in medieval times where anybody but he had, could just take a shot at you
0: right he had polio it was a little different right yeah
1: Wasn't it well we live in a democracy with a more civil society where there's less discourse and a chance of getting a you know a harpoon through your jugular.
0: Well, you say a more civil society. Yet, twenty years after that president stepped, you know, was out of office, we had one shot in the head.
1: Yeah, but we don't have dragons uh, flying down Madison Avenue in New York, no, <laughs> incinerating no, but... everyone.
0: Little, yeah, I guess a it's, a, it's, a, it's a good payoff. A I mean, it, it is a society where you can go to a concert in Vegas and you know be shot from the oh, adjoining from the adjoining hotel balcony. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm not saying it's a safer society. It's just, you know.
0: Oh, okay. Whew. Just make, just never, want to that never
1: said out. it was a safer one. Just, you know, I find hard to believe that the, 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 the king that assumes the throne is in a wheelchair and none of his upper crust is going to sit, sit down one day and go, yeah, I could, I could bump him off and take over. Nobody really say anything. <laughs> Well, he is a three-eyed raven. He'd see it coming anyway. Well, okay. So he's a Jedi now. So now again, they've they've taken Jedi Jedi mind tricks and just copied that. As no, a he doesn't. Idea. He doesn't. He
0: doesn't persuade people to do things. He just knows what's going to happen.
1: Well, that's happens, so. So sees. can Jedi, they can see into the future. Yoda foresees the future on Dagobah with Luke and Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Spoiler alert for those of you that uh, yeah. have seen The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> It's only
0: thirty, forty yeah, years later. It's
1: only, yeah, exactly. It's only it's coming up on the fortieth anniversary in two thousand twenty. I think didn't it didn't come out in nineteen eighty. I think
0: nineteen eighty. Yeah, yeah,
1: forty year anniversary coming up.
0: Yep, yep. We're old. We're old. So tell me this. All right, I'm gonna. I want to get into our. So we're gonna introduce this new segment. Uh, we're gonna try to do it on a weekly, weekly basis, or on a per episode basis. Uh, we're gonna call it this week's point of articulation and it's basically going to be a lot of thought a, went into that title. You like that? You like that? I came up with that on my own. No, I didn't. So, what it's basically going to be is each week we're going to try to just bring to you something that kind of similar how we did last week how I brought I brought to you the the part about the urinals where just, you know, just general musings. <laughs> <laughs> that the that the that the insane lament
1: <laughs> if you ever want to just send ryan into a tizzy you stand next to him yeah. at the well salt
0: and when i started thinking about this week's one or this episode's one it also takes place in a bathroom but for a different a different uh reason so okay so you could just be you ever notice when you're around people how much time do you spend in public
1: restrooms? That's well, because question.
0: I've because I've had not a
1: normal amount of time being spent in public restrooms.
0: <laughs> because we've had these conventions, these comic cons for the past four weeks in a row, I, you know, I, yeah, I, you, I have to take you, a lot of do bathroom breaks. You also breaks, sleep in the,
1: in the restroom, do you... <laughs> Well, I, do you I did take a nap. Hotel room I... Do you go back to, or do you just I... stay overnight in the convention center?
0: I may or may not have taken a nap in one, but I made sure it was the handicap one, oh. so it was really big. Okay. So I hope right. hope nobody was waiting. On I hope Brandon Stark wasn't
1: waiting out of the wheelchair. <laughs> that <is. laughs> See, that's bad. That's bad restroom, bad restroom etiquette. Where, and I've seen it happen. I've I've literally been in, and not to not to go away from your story, but I've literally been in a men's room before where the the handicap stall was in use. The the non-handicap stall was open, at least it was open when I got there, and there was a handicapped person waiting to use the stall and when the guy finally came out of the handicapped stall he just waltzed right out and i, I was like oh god this is not this that's is a bit of an uncomfortable moment that's right a
0: here. that's a curb your enthusiasm episode where yes, uh where he yes. took it and, and everyone's looking at him he's like whoa, whoa what i got this 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 stutter
1: <laughs> like he's handicapped <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i've seen that happen firsthand but go yeah, ahead continue so, anyway
0: so this week's uh point of articulation so When you're around people and, you know, someone farts, yeah, okay, whatever. It's either, oh, that's gross. You know, you're not, it's just, it's not, it's not a big deal or it's like, oh, that's gross. I can't believe that person farted. Did you hear that? That was terrible. But if you're in the bathroom and someone farts, is it not the funniest thing in the world? Like, why is it so funny? Why? Like you've
1: never heard it before. Yeah, like and maybe first... it's just
0: the echo of the bathroom, the acoustics of how they build bathrooms. <laughs> maybe they're geniuses. I There's, think, or when they're sitting on the toilet and they fart
1: and it echoes through that toilet. Well, I think it's funny. Because, uh, this is just my. I feel like a, I feel like a five-year-old, but I, I laugh every time. Well, every I think time. I think my initial thought on it is because most places you go in in public it would be frowned upon to an extent if you fart. Like If you're in a restaurant and someone breaks wind at the table next to you, you it's not generally well received. If you're a kid in school and you fart, the classroom erupts in laughter and you're embarrassed and the teacher is probably not that happy. But in a public restroom, it's probably the one place where you can be in the company of strangers and just let one rip and not have to worry about the consequences cuz hey you, you, you I'm I'm in the bathroom what do you want from me it's a, it's a public restroom it's like you step through that entrance way and all bets are off. I mean, everything yeah. goes. You know, you, you, <laughs> walk, you walk in there and you just see a guy giving his undercarriage a a, 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 a bit
0: of a over. "How's your father?"
1: Like, what are you gonna do? You know, it's a public bathroom.
0: The guy, the It's like as soon as as soon as you cross that threshold, the guy, you know, you step
1: in. As soon as you get your foot across
0: the threshold of the bathroom, you lift. You're like, you're well, like, oh. it's it's
1: like the legend of Sleepy Hollow. It's like the bridge that it got yeah, created. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you know, once you cross that Ichabod. bridge, his powers over. Like once you get into the restroom, all bets are off. Yeah.
0: Before your bowels just open up and out <laughs> whatever comes out comes out yeah
1: we nothing but top top content on this podcast yes
0: we aim to please we try to uh, bring you the things that you know we try to be different we don't want to it's bring the highbrow same...
1: highbrow society is going to love love what we have to
0: offer <laughs> uh highbrow will listen to this and secretly they'll look at each other and go hmm
1: he's on <laughs> they're on to me <laughs> they're on to me <laughs> but
0: I, I, up, you know, I,
1: it's funny. It's funny because I think it's the only one of the only places, if if not the only place, where you can do that among strangers, yeah. and no one will look at you. You know, yeah. You best. know, we have some friends that really don't care where they are, and they'll do right. It, you know, so I'm, I'm right. saying within for a rationally Jacks for comes a rationally to mind thinking person. Yeah.
0: J- Jax comes to mind when you say. Yeah,
1: we've have at least a handful of our friends that come to mind who wouldn't wouldn't really care, you know, any place doesn't they'll, matter to them. They'll
0: do it in your pillow. They wouldn't Yeah,
1: say. yeah, yeah. With you sleeping on it. Yes. Um yeah, I I think I would laugh too. I I've probably chuckled uh i can't think back to a particular instance where that's happened but i i know if someone just if it just reverberated off the walls in there yeah of course <laughs> you can laugh. It just, it's a funny sound it sounds funny
0: <laughs> it's just abnormal anyway just wanted right. to know if it was only me that every time i hear it i laugh
1: no i okay. i one of my one of my natural reactions to my own is when i i just laugh and i get hysterical because i understand how <laughs> Hideous! It's going to smell in about three seconds, and I can't wait for either my wife's reaction or one of my kids to just either pass out or run out of the room screaming,
0: <laughs> or attempt to run out of the room and pass out.
1: Right? Yeah. Or if I just well, the, the the key is you got to do it. You know, like I'll you just got to trap the wife under the covers at least once. That's right. just,
0: a little Dutch oven, right?
1: Yeah. Just the best best piece of comedy you can you can
0: create spontaneously. <sighs> I can't imagine why Brandon's so old and he has no younger siblings.
1: Why Brandon's so old and has no younger siblings? Yeah, oh yeah. Well you, sure. You, you <laughs> trap her under the you trap her under the covers and shit yeah, on her. Yeah. It's it's funny. It's it's I mind boggling why she wouldn't want me in the same bed most evening. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, i I agree with you on that one. I think it is a humorous moment, but it it's largely because uh I think it's it's a public space where it's it, you can get away with it and not have anybody point at you and go, That guy's gross. <laughs>
0: All right, so that's all the topics that we have for this week. Um, if you have any uh, anything you'd like us to speak about, maybe a point of articulation you'd like to add to the show, feel free to leave it in the comments. Uh, we hope you subscribe so you can get these weekly and uh, leave us a
1: five-star review.
0: And uh, I guess until next time, I'm Ryan.
1: I'm Mick, and uh, next week we'll talk about uh, Ryan's irritable bowel syndrome to go along with. <laughs> flagellation and urination
0: sometimes all together
1: don't forget to get your proctology exam
0: (laughs) whatever takes focus off your
1: face (laughs) all right all right well we'll sign it off for now and we'll see everybody uh next time
0: see ya